When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another special edition of the Blakey's Boot Room Podcast here from <laughs> Wales Online. Nathan Blake and Paul Abandonato back in the studio with me, Dominic Booth. And plenty to talk about, chaps. Plenty to chew over in the next half an hour, 40 minutes or so. Um, starting with today, Thursday's big transfer news, Lee Tomlin joining the Bluebirds. What do we make of that one, boys? Can well, I start with that, Nathan? Yeah, please, um, because I uh, just said to Dom, I didn't even realise he had. I, um, I uh, looked at the internet in the today. I, I've been very busy, yes. I was aware they were going to sign him um, because I was told that this was the final piece of of um, the manager's jigsaw. Um, the creative midfielder, mm-hmm. stroke, deep-line striker, the mm-hmm. 10, the mm-hmm. cam, to use a modern-day FIFA phrase, Not that... that. that uh, We've been saying for a year, Cardiff have needed Blakey. Absolutely. Um, I was told initially I wasn't given the name, and I was told he's an he's an exciting signing. Mm-hmm. You'll be excited by it. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, I'm not totally sure if if he justifies that tag, but I genuinely don't know, Nathan. I do remember. I think it was it was Warnock's first game in charge. Mm. They beat Bristol City, didn't they, in that mm. first game? Yeah. And. I didn't know much about Tomlin, to be honest with you. Mm. I remember looking at the Bristol City 10 that day thinking, cool, he's a player and a half. Mm. I thought he was a bit overweight, to be honest with you, for a modern-day footballer. <laughs> but crikey, he looked an effective player. Mm. Um, so, I don't know if he's a great signing or not. Cardiff fans are very enthused. They're saying he's an aggressive little so-and-so, Neil Warnock-type player. He fits in perfectly with us. Mm. I don't know. I need to know what Nathan Blake thinks about it because the jury's out. He's a very talented player. Uh, Like you say, he's uh, quite aggressive in the way he plays, which I always think is like a fundamental if you want to be a footballer. And I don't know if he was overweight or whether that was his physical physical shape. Maybe it's that. I was doing a disservice. But he is is a a very talented player. You right there, Dom? You busy? Are you okay? You sure? um, uh, he's a very physical player. He's very quick. He, he's quick over the ground. He's a good technical player. Um, do you know what, mate? I I, ne- I was always reserve judgment. I always wait and see how the jigsaw fits, how it all comes together. Uh, with the players we've signed, what who we've signed so far? Well, seven signing the summer. Uh, two, two goalies, of course. Two goalkeepers: yeah. Patterson, Camp, Etheridge. Mendes, Lang, Ward. I'm going to be really interested to see the lineup first and foremost. Um, if whether the, some of these players are just bench players or they're starting players. Well, Tomlin must have been signed for the first team. Well, yeah. you, you, ju- you signed for the first team, but these days you play a squad. Yeah, you know what I mean. And in training, if Tomlin comes in and let's say let's say Joe Riles is playing in the ten and he's playing better. He'll start. Yep. So there's no guarantees on anybody, but when you buy him players in or bring players in, you expect them to start. And a player of his ability, I would expect to start. But 
it probably lends itself as well to say that they're going to play with a back three rather than a back four if you're going to play with a, a number 10. And the more, I think, is a, is a definite number six. So it looks like it's taking shape into a sort of a three, five, two. With Tomlin playing off But Zohora? then you've got, well, I don't know, because then you've got Zahora and Ward, which means you can then play a holding number 10. Yeah, you can play, you play, play four three, can you? No, no, you can't. See, he was, you know... Gives you options, though. Yeah, um, gives you a lot of options. I can come on to that in a minute. I mean, that's probably a little bit unfair on the overweight comment, right? He certainly seems to have... He's got a good physical... A big physical yeah, presence which is good. about him. Mm. He does have what looks like a low centre of gravity, mm. which is no bad thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of a crying out for a creative player, mm. which he seems to have. Um... I'm sure memory says right, he scored a pretty good goal in that game as well. And, you know, he, he seems to have flair on the ball, aggressiveness, good dynamism. Well. He just seems to be the sort of player that Cardiff need. But he was, Warnock was planning to build his team around Johnny Hayes, mm. who's obviously a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just concerned that with, with Tomlin, there may be a little bit more of a lack of pace. But again, I may mm. have that completely wrong, Nathan. He may actually he, um, to be When quite I say quick. He's, he's quick, he, he's, he's a quick minded player. Do you know what we used to say about Whittenham? Yeah. He's a quick minded player. Yeah. And you have to be as a number 10. Your, your vision, your awareness, what's going on around you, you usually find number 10s are very good at that. You know, they, 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 like a Teddy Sheridan, they, they play one step ahead because they know they haven't got the pace. So they have to put a lot more thought process into how they play and how the game is played. But I do think I do think that if you're playing with the traditional one centre forward these days, mm. who's Zahora, and that's the biggest signing of the lot for me, the fact mm. that they've turned down Hull's multi-million pound bid for Zahora, that's the biggest bonus of the lot. Mm. Um, let's hope that continues to be the case. They've got him, they've got Tomlin behind. Zahora's quick yeah. for a big man. Zahora's damn quick, right? Yeah, they've quick. got Tomlin behind. They've got Hoyler on one flank and... A another on the other, whether it's Nathan's old favourite, Kadeem Harris, or whether it's this new signing, Mendes Lang, who we've got to. Well, these players got to be given more of a chance. Even Tomlin will be given the chance to find his best position and to bed into the team in pre season. You know, Warnock won't stick him straight in for the first league game without having having a test of is he better maybe coming off the left he's done that for Bristol City I think mm-hmm. Tomlin mm-hmm. He can, I think Tomlin can play as a, as a maybe a false nine if mm-hmm. Zahora was not fit or rested or whatever mm-hmm. so I think like you say Blakey options well the other the other one I, I find interesting because I spoke to our our good friend Phil about this uh, who's back up in the north um, Phil Smith formerly of this parish yeah 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 was Patterson he was adamant he thinks Patterson is a centre forward He's played forward. there. He has played. He there. has played there. He's yeah. played at right back, right wing, and centre forward. And he said, he said, I said, what do you think about it? And he said, Blake's. I think he'll, he'll definitely be a centre forward. So Listen, it, there's only one centre forward at that football club, and that's. Oh, so. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the Lord point. The point I'm making. The point I'm making. The point I'm making. Challenge the throne of Ken. The point I'm making is, could, could, the club be holding out for a bigger figure on Zahor, right? Knowing that we have Ward and Patterson and now, as you've just said, uh, Tom Lincoln plays a false nine. It is, you know, we've got to look at all possibilities here. It, the transfer window is still open. 
Let's throw it forward. What happens if a you know, fifteen million pound bid comes at twenty million? Even well, yeah. I, I've said before he's a fifteen million pound striker for me. Yeah, at least I agree. Right? And I would say fifteen million pound. I would even go and say fifteen million pound, probably five million of add-ons over the course of the next three years, depending on games played, goals scored, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, traditionally over the past two years, Cardiff have snatched their hand off people who have offered decent money for their players they're kind of getting it now which I would probably put down to the presence of Neil Warnock it's like you just don't sell your best players because someone chucks a, a couple of million on the table you have to look at the potential of the player what he's done what he could potentially do his age his stature how he plays how he's related to the team he's going to how he's related to the modern game of football and if you look at Zahor he's ideal for the modern day game where you want to play one striker up front yeah so it gives you so many options he can play in a two he can play as a three and he can play a solo with a midfield five so he gives you so many options look I'm told by the card of hierarchy and obviously things change in football yeah more than any you know business in the world if you like um, I'm, a, I'm told by the card of hierarchy that Hull have up their offer for Zahora mm. to around about eight million. Mm. They're not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, if if Hull or whoever want to begin conversations at fifteen million, I think Cardiff will entertain those conversations. But that is no more than a starting point. Their attitude is that although they are completely written off by the bookies, that that Warnock feels he has now compiled a squad with Tomlin, the last part of that jigsaw. He's compiled a squad that is going to have a genuine go for top six stroke automatic promotion this season. And Zahora and his goals and his link up play is absolutely pivotal. He is the, in fact, the words used to me by the Cardiff hierarchy were, why on earth would we want to sell our best player? What, what signal does that send? Now, of course, every player has a price. Absolutely. We'll see it, we're seeing it down the road, Nathan. Gilfie Sigurdsson, mm-hmm. wonderful player. Is mm. Gilfie Sigurdsson really a £50 million footballer? I don't think so, but Swansea City have this incredible knack of holding out for big money for their players. Yeah, and why should Cardiff sell Zahora unless absolutely. they get money? And the way, like I said earlier, Paul, the way it is now in football, what's happened with the new TV deal and BT coming in and everything in the Premier League is, as we're seeing, the extortion in both transfers and wages is gone through the roof, right? But what you'll find is... Premier League clubs, and I know it's hard, but they'll want to still, you know, maintain the three, four, five million price tag for a championship player. Well, no. If the average Premier League player now has gone from, you know, paying probably six, seven, eight, ten million for someone like Aki from Chelsea, mm. now you're paying 20, 20 million. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, 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 eventually, everything drops down. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kenneth Zohor, probably argue, arguably the most dangerous striker in the league, I would say. Right, last season in a team who was struggling for a long period of time, had some fantastic performances, some great goals. He's what twenty four. Twenty three, I think. Twenty three, yeah. twenty four. So potentially he's still got another four or five years before he hits his peak. You know, the quality of goals. They weren't just tapping, yeah. they were left foot, right yeah. foot, drivers, benders, yeah. running, as Paul loved that goal, running past two or three players, chipping over keepers. They were a variety. What he'd done was show why 
he played at such a high level at such a young age. Yeah. Right? And that, you're not going to get many strikers in the Premier League, in my opinion, who you would say, oh, he's a far better player than... Is Warnock interested in selling as well? He's interested in one season. Yeah, but what you've got to look at as well is if I sell Zahor for 15 million, my jigsaw, okay, can I take that 15 million and add two or three pieces to my jigsaw, which give me an even greater chance? Can I go and get get a a 20-goal striker for five, six million, for three or four million, maybe from the championship or from League One or an unknown? Warnock has a knack of doing that. Yeah, right? absolutely. And can I can I maybe add another one or two maybe midfield defenders to make my squad even stronger? Well, so so that's something that you've got to weigh up the price tag and what you've got to go out and possibly purchase and whether or not keeping Zahor guarantees you or gives you more guarantee of achieving your dream. Okay, let, let's work on the basis that Zahor is staying mm. because yeah. that's what we're working on. So if he way. does stay, will Cardiff still add more, Paul, well, do you think? No, no, I think that's it now. There may be one or two bits and pieces. There may be players like Craig Noon and Declan John who leave the club. There's mm-hmm. been one or two others. But as things stand, Warnock has his hand now. Um, and the, the creative 10 was the key to it. Now, uh, you've got Zahor and Tomlin uh, the jury's out for a little me on a little bit for me on Tomlin, but part of me thinks he could he could be a sensation as a Cardiff player. Mm. I was rather hoping you tell me that is the case, Nate. But the, you're well, my, the my, my first thing is always if you're that sensational a player, why have you been let go? Okay, so into your into not just by your rivals, by to your right. Yeah. You know we're going to be yeah. challenging them, but we but we agree that he's got enormous talent. Don't he's we? got he's, he's, all, he's I, a proper footballer. I would say he's saying. got a lot of talent. I wouldn't say he's got enormous talent. Like if you said to me, pick a number ten in the championship last season, he wouldn't be in my top three. Right. Okay. I think but, but, I remember just sorry to interrupt Paul a piece of skill that Tomlin did I think it was against Man City in an FA Cup tie for Middlesbrough mm. where he, t- he took the ball behind him Cruyff turned and shot in the same movement and that was against I think it was against Vincent Company mm. in an FA Cup tie um, mm. at the Etihad mm. and I thought who's that player and it was Lee Tomlin and then mm. I think he earned a move to Bournemouth in the Premier League after that mm. obviously didn't work out and he, he loaned to Bristol City mm. but obviously some, it's a player of some Reputation, I think. I think, got. I think Warnock's looking at him in a similar vein to he had adults wrapped at QPR. Mm. Only one promotion to wrap was the kingpin of that yeah. side. Um, the you know the the luxury player, if you like. Mm. Yeah, we all think of Warnock's teams as hard graft, blah blah blah. But he does like the Tarrapt is the evidence that he does like the occasional mm. luxury player. And maybe Tomlin fits that bill this time for Cardiff. Mm. We'll we'll have to see. The jury's out on that one. But to be honest, the jury's out on a lot of these Cardiff. The jury's out on the the, the team squad, <laughs> pretty much you know, all of them. Until until <laughs> we see them play, and I wouldn't say. I always say what we can't do here is after six games say right. They're, they're this or they're that. Apologies. They're this or they're that. What I would say is, you know, you give it 10 to 15 games, which 15 games through the season, you really start to develop a picture of how well this squad will go. You know, you always got to take into account, you know, players can get injured. You might be out for six weeks or your main striker or your main centre-back or your goalkeeper might be out for three months after the first game circumstances you know change so rapidly in football there's no guarantee so I would say give it a few 
few months and then let the squad it's going to take them time to develop an understanding as well yeah absolutely you know? but I would say looking at the squad what I'm most confident about I think they'll finish stronger than they have in the last three years I think they will finish a lot stronger than they have they is that all like in the preparation that Blake is that all in the pre-season well, the yeah not work? just that but the, the, the strength of the players they've brought in the strength of the players they have uh, keeping Manga and people like that so I feel like you've got options now which okay might slightly weaken the team if they have to come in but not to the point where you're thinking oh we can't win games I still think even the bench is going to be stronger than it was last season so I think what I'm confident in is the the period from like March to the end of the season you know which is always vital I think we'll be a lot stronger there than we have been in the last couple of seasons so fingers crossed if they can be in the mix or round about it I would definitely whereas in the past I thought we're a bit lightweight we're a bit weak well there were two months at the end of last season where we, it was a, a, in effect a dead season wasn't it yeah. I think another to add to that Blakey the, the sheer physicality of this team that's absolutely right from top to bottom it's going to be absolutely absolutely imposing I think yeah. is the word yeah I think like the new the new player in Loic Demore. I've You've done a bit of digging on him. I've done a bit of digging on him every time, every player we sign. You have to you have to do your due diligence in business, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Expect nothing he less. He looks like a very you. much he looks like a player who can cover a lot of ground. Yeah. Loves a slide tackle with the I call it the wrong foot. Right. So the ball's on his right and he instead of go across with his left, he'll go with his right and nick it, which is not a bad thing. The opposition he was playing against seemed to be more of a sit-off kind of league he was playing in, in in France whereas what he's going to find in the championship is no no they're going to lay it on you but he seems to have quick feet cover the ground good engine good range of passing he seems to tick all the boxes you need for a number six he just he's he's one of them he's like a Duracell bunny you just go and go and go and go and go well, that certainly fits the world well, exactly so yeah. What Neil's done, in my opinion, is solve, if he's going to play with a three or a four, is solve that Gunnison problem. Now Gunnison can play as an eight, which yeah. is a box-to-box midfielder, all battling, you know. Well, that's what you've often said on this podcast, haven't you? Yeah. Cardiff needs someone to come in and play sit. the sitting role, allow Gunnison the room to push up the Absolutely. field. Absolutely. So, so just on the back of what you've been saying, Blakey, and, and earlier on, I've just as we're talking, I've just jotted down a potential starting side. Go on, come on, here's Paul. No, no, but this is with, and I'm not convinced they'll go this way, mm-hmm. right? But this is with the three at the back that you mentioned, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've written down Lee Camping goal, mm-hmm. a back three of Morrison, Manga, Bamba. You mm-hmm. want better that in the championship? Mm-hmm. That has got everything about it, including mm-hmm. threats at the other end from. By the way, while we're on that, Tomlin's probably the new Whittingham in terms of being the set-piece taker, so he'll score and create a lot of goals. Mm -hmm. I've got Joe Bennett is perfectly suited to the left wing-back role, in Mm -hmm. my view. Right wing-back role, you can take your pick between Jazz Richards and this new signing Mendes Lang, who can get up and down. Yeah, yeah. Patterson as well, you have to throw into that. I'm putting Gunnarsson and Damore Mm -hmm. to hold the midfield, but you've Mm -hmm. got Riles putting that mix. Mm Mm-hmm with Hoyler up and down the left flank or the mm-hmm. right flank as appropriate and then Tomlin just behind Zahora now we haven't even factored in there uh, Matt Connolly Lee Peltier as mm-hmm. I said Jazz Richards if necessary mm-hmm. you know, although you know 
Jasper should have been a good player mm-hmm. for Cardiff. Anthony Pilkington. Um, Joe Riles, Anthony Pilkington, Nunes still on the club's books. Haven't factored in the new signing Ward, haven't factored in the new signing Patterson. Mm-hmm. Haven't factored in the new goalkeeper Etheridge. Um, what about that goalkeeping thing? That's what I'm saying, the squad. So they've got a bit of a squad there. Yeah, they've they? got a much yeah. better squad. And in the begin in the beginning, the first two or three signings, I was thinking, hold on. Uh, not yeah. overly enthused by this but with the other signings on top of those signings you're now thinking actually is the squad better than it was last year in my opinion 100% yes plus now you've got a Kenneth Zahor going into the season knowing I'm the man not thinking I'm the man or hoping to become the man he is the man and that level of confidence a player has I just think he He's 20 goals all season, all day next season. Okay, that's relevant, right? Say, say Zahor is 20, yeah? You seem to think that's a minimum. Say he's 20 or 25 mm-hmm. goals, yeah? Mm-hmm. And he did what he did on his a lot of time on his own last season. Yeah. We won the goals. Imagine it with the service now as well, mm-hmm. right? How many is Tomlin going to get? I would say double, double figures. figures. Right. Ward's going to get double figures, even if it's as a substitute. Yeah, because he is just right? uh, jack in a box. Ward's going to chip in. Hoyler and Harris are going to chip in. Gunnison's going to get the odd goals. The, the back out. three will all chip in. Jury's out on tomorrow. I have no idea, but mm-hmm. but but one presumes he'll score as well. Now, given the defensive solidity, the Warnock, Warnock hard work ethic, organisation, resoluteness of his side, if they score the goals as well, that we're I talking think they've about, got the capability to score a lot of goals, Paul. Right, that's the difference in previous seasons. I'm looking at that squad. I'm looking at players, and I'm looking at the balance, like. I would say Damore was probably more important if he plays as a six. He looks to me, what I've seen, he's a holding midfielder. So if he plays as a six, he's more, he was more important than Tomlin. Yeah, because you always make sure you, you, you work from back to front. Well, they, they evidently needed both positions for Absolutely. Yeah. But I thought there was, there was a few players that you could probably see who ain't quite... Um, Doing it. What's the, what's the lad's name who was here before the black lad who went to Lazio? Mid, uh, he was here on long. No, he used to play for West Ham. Great midfielder. Ravel Morrison. Ravel Morrison. Well, he's just come back. I don't know. He's gone to Lazio. That's yeah. what's confused. Right. So he, he's he just came back to QPR. He's just come back to QPR, and I was thinking to myself, Well, he was another ten. Well, I thought he was right up Neil Street. Yeah. I thought someone like him was right up Neil Street. No, he so did have pace. He's got. The, pace. He's one of the most. He's one of the most talented players I've seen. Really, on his day, that boy is very, very... He goes past players with ease. He's like a Jason Kumas. It's That's like, the, it's like really... the Tomlin to Rapt, isn't it? You yeah, get the best yeah. out of maybe... He, so, because he's a bit of a troublesome character as well, I know Neil Warnock loves them. I thought, oh, that's a match made in heaven. But, hasn't happened. He's gone down the Tomlin route. The point is, he's, he's, he's filled the gaps for me. And we are a better squad or a stronger squad. I'm actually the more I look at it and the more like knowing like Tomlin's in now, I'm actually looking and thinking, and I'm not a betting man, Paul. But I'm thinking I might stick a cheeky two pound coin on this. Well I might come in with you because they I was looking at the odds yesterday mm-hmm. and if you imagine a league table as far as the bookmakers are concerned they think Cardiff will finish 15th. They're that low down in the odds. Okay, in previous um, seasons, I'd agree with that. This season, I would say, judging 
if people even get to 80% of their potential, as long as the team is clicking, which I think they'll do a lot more work than what they've done in previous on how the shape, how they're going to play, blah, blah, blah. They're always guaranteed set-piece goals. They've now got a set-piece specialist. They've got three units at centre-half, or Connolly if you want to make four, or Peltier if you want to make five. Or Halford if you want to make six. Or Halford if you want to make six. You know, if Halford's not playing, he's going to be on the bench, and the young man, Demore, is going to be playing. So that's what I mean. You've got players who are coming who might not be as good as those who are starting, but depth. There's not a lot of difference no. between them. And of course, the other difference is, that, and this is the significant thing at the start of this season, Cardiff have the manager. Mm. He has been there, worn it, Absolutely. worn that t-shirt. Isn't it lovely though to have... not we trust type thing. Isn't, isn't it? it lovely to have, at the start of the season, a good feeling, thinking... Because I... I um, three or four weeks ago like I said I was like mm, well let's just see let's you weren't see. alone Blake either. No. you were not alone were now people. I'm a bit more okay I'm quite looking yeah, forward no, to this no. coming season I've got to be honest with you up until the signing of Tomlin the pre-season signings don't thrill mm. Etheridge camp I'm told that Patterson and Damore are rated really really highly by Warnock and there's a dance like more about than me so mm. let's trust his judgement on that one Ward but he will chip in with the odd goals they don't overly thrill but when you add them to them, we always felt kind of had the nucleus there Absolutely, last season. Yeah. What's yeah. the most important signing of the summer, Bruno Manga? No, I think Kenneth, well, in that respect it is, but I think the fact that they've turned down money for Kenneth Zahora. You could argue. Well, there's honest. still a listen, month and a half of the transfer window to go listen, to turn down Zahora money. Dom, we love Manga, right? But Cardiff, even without Manga, Cardiff had Bamba, Morrison, and Conley on their mm. books. Mm. And I Hattie think Man- so. Manga's in a different league to he, Morrison. He personally. is, but, but he is, I agree, but only Neil Warnock sees it that way mm. because Morrison is his preferred choice all the and time Captain. Blakey has argued all the way through that a manga-bamba combination has everything about it and is the best outside the Premier League and yeah, I don't I disagree say. with that yeah. but clearly the manager has, has got a special affection for for Morrison I think it's because he gets goals in the opposition yeah I was going to say because he threatens both boxes I remember they've turned down Nathan Nautil they've turned down two bids from Sheffield Wednesday for Morrison mm. We have got to be a, a little bit careful just to throw this on a little bit. With with, It's great to have the optimism in this room, and I'm mm-hmm. loving it, and the fans are feeling it, especially after the Tomlin signing. But a ball hasn't been kicked in anger yet. Mm. We've well, got pre-season to get through. I did say that the jury's out for me on Tomlin, but mm. if he's as good as people are telling me, if these other players are as good as, as Warnock seems to think they are, mm. there are genuine reasons I always, for optimism. We have I been always, here before, though, haven't we, with Cardiff? I always revert to the season we had with Bolton when Sasa Surchik was sold by Colin Todd and the press and the fans lost their mind. It was over before we'd even started. That season was the same season we broke all records. It was the best team, team 11, I had played in. Yeah. Right? They were, it, was, it was quality. And we, in the end, we just ran away with it. It was because by selling the main star, if you like, all the, it was like cutting down a tree and everything Stars around it flourishes. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else flourished. Yeah. Because it was a, you had, we had a situation with Sasa where it was passable to Sasa and everything would be okay. So then Sasa got so above himself, he started to believe in his own hype. 
that this, not listening, that this game isn't about a team. It's about about me. Yeah. Right. And once Colin Todd then lands that and said, right, no, 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 because fans have got their verdict, but Colin Todd is arguably one of English, well, arguably England's best ever defender. Played at the top, knows the game inside out, so he knows what is required to build a strong. So you you go with the manager's decision as a team, yeah. as a player, as a, and we played. I you know I've been to Bolton two years ago, and they're still talking about that season. Yeah, well, teams aren't made in in, in the summer, are they? Teams are made in pre-season, and you build the the ethic, the camaraderie, and, and yeah. everything, and it. it, it it's you, you, you've got situations where new signings, they come in and feel comfortable because I think that's where Cat is one of their biggest problems of late over the years. Signings that they've brought in haven't really gelled into anything. It, it's it's always been, right, you can tell he's a new player because he's still on the outside of the It's been in terms of individuals, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, think, think one, one thing Warnock will do is galvanise them into yeah. a a proper team, a proper squad. And I think two of the reasons for optimism are A, the Neil Warnock fact that we just discussed, and B, that this is a damn hard division. We know, we've watched it enough years, right? Tuesday night, Saturday afternoon, Tuesday night, you've got to grind out results pretty Mm. much every week. Um, And you need strength in depth for that. And I think Cardiff have got strength in depth. Now, look, I'm not convinced that they have the quality going forward that an Aston Villa do, or a Fulham do, or possibly a Middlesbrough do, or Sheffield Wednesday but I think Tomlin closes that gap. The sign of Tomlin yeah. closes that yeah. gap. Mm. And with Tomlin, Zahora and Hoylet now, I think Cardiff have their own I want a, element I, of flair. I do, want, I do want a lot more from Hoylet, mind. I think yeah. you'll get it this year, though. With the I, I, I really hope him. so. I, right? I really do. Because what I the boy has like He's got immense talent, ability. That boy could be the Tomlin. That's, that's the scary thing. You don't actually, in my opinion, you wouldn't actually have had to go out and find a Tomlin if you could get Junior into a frame of mind where he is the main man. He can play. I thought he played better as a striker than he did as a winger last season. right? And I think he can play left, right, centre forward or at number 10. He's got that kind of ability. But this season, you know... We're all pointing at Zahor saying, or Tomlin now as a man. I'd love to see Junior come up and just score 15 goals and be, you know, 12 assists and have a wonderful season. Because I think he's got the ability to do it. And he has to realise time waits for no man. You know, we can't keep saying he's got bags of ability. He's got bags of ability. I want to see him win things. I want to see him score goals. I want to see him create great goals. And I think he's got the ability to do it. So, fingers crossed, I think he could be a very important part of this series as well. Yep. The mark has been laid down for mm. Junior. Um, I wonder what the Cardiff City fans think about all of this very busy summer. We've got Joseph Rose in the room um, with us here. Welcome to the boot room, Joseph. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Joseph's just going to... Basically, just the verdict from the supporters on, on these seven signings, really, and where you think the team can go. Well... I, I'm with what's been said in the room, I think, before today's signing. I wasn't over the moon with some of the signings being made. I thought Lee Camp and Etheridge were solid goalkeepers to bring in. Mm. I was actually very happy with the Callum Patterson signing. I've seen a lot of Scottish football. 
people can argue the quality of the league, but I think he's got the attributes to be a very good championship defender. Yeah, I agree with um, what Paul said. I think the most important uh, signing was uh, keeping hold of Zahor. I will admit, last year before he uh, got in the team, I was not a fan of his. I was very critical. You of weren't alone, Joseph. You weren't alone. I was very critical of some of the chances he missed at the back end of the previous season when we were going for that top six place under Slade. But what Warnock's done with that play in particular is, is just remarkable. I haven't actually felt like excited about a centre forward like Zahor. We haven't had that for years, have we? It's like Jay Bothroyd, we've had Chopra, mm. even maybe Fraser Campbell when we were getting promoted. Mm. Since then, we haven't had that top quality championship striker. We had Kenny Miller, who struggled apart when we got into the playoffs. Mm. And since we got relegated, we didn't, we haven't had a. We call it the Joe Mason syndrome, shall we? Yeah, and like we had Alec Raval, who people can argue was he, <laughs> was he really top quality material in the championship? I don't think so. But Cameron I think, Jones, Adam Lafondra, I think Cameron, But I think with Zahor, I think you've got a striker that. If you give him the right service, like what Nathan said with Hoylet, if Hoylet this season as well can staff it up and and Tomlin. What about but Tomlin then? I, I'm delighted with that signing. I think that he, well, I've seen him at Peterborough, I've seen him at Middlesbrough in particular, like what you mentioned against Man City. That's where he showed how good he can be. And unfortunately, when he went to Bournemouth, he wasn't really given an opportunity in the Premier League he was just on the bench for most of the time that's why he went down to Bristol City where he Bristol City fans loved him let's not be around yeah. the bush yeah, they, are yeah. sad. they are disappointed to see him go mm. I think there's a lot of uh, mm. anger towards Lee Johnson and their chairman over this as well I've seen on Twitter mm. and Wouldn't I think surprised. certainly Bristol City's uh, losses are gained mm. on this and I think we needed that number 10 as the sky I've been discussing with a few Cardiff fans they were saying maybe Johnny Williams that sort of player and I yeah. think I think Tomlin is probably for the budget we've got is probably the best I think that we could probably go for in this situation that's interesting that is interesting one thing I've seen chucked about on social media and, and fan forums is the same these two, these two same names keep coming up Fraser Campbell and Joe Ledley Fraser Campbell and Joe Ledley they're both free agents without a club at the moment. Is that are they two players that you would really like to see back at the club, Joseph, or is this just fan talk? I mean, I would love to see both of them back. I think that I think Joe Ladley would certainly bring experience to the side, which went towards the end of a season where you're trying to challenge for that top six could be vital. And for Fraser Campbell, I think that it would be good to ease the burden on Zahor. But I think that is like what was mentioned earlier, there are goals in this team now. I think if we didn't have Zahor, I think I would be probably crying out to get Fraser Campbell in mm. because of his championship goal scoring record. People talk about his Premier League record not being the best. But in the championship, seen when he's played in the championship, he scores goals. And I think that if Zahor wasn't here, I'd probably be crying for him more. But also now with Ledley, I think we've got a lot of numbers. And we've got some very good additions. Then if what's true, that Warnock really rates our new signing from France, it can be argued that do we need Ledley as well? Ledley's getting on a bit now. Does he want to come back? I've heard he does. We would like to come back at some point. But if, if he's going to be on high wages, which we might not be able to afford, I reckon we should probably... We don't 
have to go for him. Nathan? No, I agree. I agree with everything he said, yeah. Uh, I think Joe's a... Uh, I love Joe. He's a, he's, a, he's a player who does a lot of unseen work. Yeah, he's not the spectacular. He's... he's I, don't, I wouldn't disrespect him by saying he's a hog carrier because he's too good a player for that. But he does so much unseen work and organising and shape and make sure the team is balanced well and that, what have you. And his character is the biggest thing so I would love I'd love to see him back but as I always say it's it, half of it is probably sentiment yeah and sentiment in football is a dangerous thing you know I think it's because he played for us uh, he's a Cardiff boy through and through but I don't get the feeling that right now he's looking to come back to Cardiff man. that's more to the point I think I don't the get, line, really, yeah I don't get the feeling I think he's probably thinking maybe a year maybe a two two years time he's thinking but it might not never happen because in two years time I would expect with what's happening and planning and developing Cardiff to be if not knocking on the door of the Premier League then in the Premier League yeah so I don't think I think I think you know we've seen Joe as a youngster Cardiff I doubt we'll see him as a as a senior at Cardiff, in my opinion. I think it'll just the paths will just you know be on different parallels, going different directions. Sometimes these things just don't happen. They just don't happen. Yeah. They just don't happen. So that's I you know I'd like it to, but I can't see it to be honest with you. Can we um, can we briefly talk about pre-season and yeah. and the challenges that, that that brings to Cardiff City? Starts on Friday night at Tafswell. Uh, a game Neil Warnock wanted to organise to connect with a, a grassroots club in in Cardiff and to to put something back into the community and it's a charity game as well. What well, it's what you should do. Yeah. It's your, it, a lot of comments. It's not your responsibility, but it is if you like to connect with the. Well, of course you the do. Locality. Or yeah. every club I play for, you play local clubs, maybe two local clubs, because what it does it helps with their budget, their finances, and what have you for the start of the season. You were seen as held up as the shining light of the capital or the city, wherever you're in. So it, 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 it I think it's a great thing, and I, it, it, what it does is show the hierarchy how things are supposed to work in football, and the reasons why. It's not just the game, and see, or oh, we'll slap taps while eight nil and great. If you beat them four nil, eight nil, twelve nil, it doesn't matter. If they beat you 2 one, three, one, they have a great game, it doesn't matter. What it it, it galvanises people. There'll be people who are, who are really love Taftswell and are massive Cardiff fans. It's the occasion, isn't it? Right, it is. People like Mehmet Dahmer, Ken, Ken Chu, uh, the owner of Vincent Tan, understand these are the things I've been spouting for years, that you come into football and don't understand it. And it's right. good to see, to see Warnock being the man to do, to do right. it. Yeah. Right. Lead them, show them, and hopefully when Neil passes on, moves on, you know, these things will continue. You you know, if I was Kenchu now I'd be keeping a little diary of all these little things and making sure, you know, this is how my club develops over the years. We develop back into, you know, Cardiff City's community and a, a, a club that the fans are proud of. You know they'll get thirty thousand every week in that stadium. Cardiff City, not Tasswell. We're talking about now. Absolutely, <laughs> um, but it it, it, it galvanises yeah. people. 
It's the, it gives you a good feeling. Football's a community, a community game. That's what it's yeah. about, mate. That's what it's about. Paul, then we're off to Devon and Cornwall, a place that Ooh, Neil right. Warnock knows well. Right, I'm off right, down right. there as well, so you'll be able to read my musings from some travel lodge in Plymouth. But, Paul, is that the time for Warnock to galvanise this squad, like Blakey says, and build that, that team ethos? I guess it's more about sorting out the combinations in the team, isn't it, and the various patterns and shapes. Uh, you know, the results don't matter one one iota. Mm. If Cardiff lose, even if Cardiff embarrassingly lose to Taft's well, which they won't, who's going to remember it on August the 5th? It's all about the Burton Albion game, followed by the Aston Villa game the week after and getting off to a fast start in the Championship. Um, it's uh, the, the biggest, ch- you asked what, if, what the biggest challenge was for, for the Taft's well game. I think the biggest challenge, I bought tickets myself to go to that game. Uh, to get myself, a view of the ground, isn't it? Myself and the kids, the biggest challenge is going to be negotiating the traffic because there's one road in and out from what I remember of Tafswell. And I think there's going to be something like 2,000 Cardiff fans going to the game. So, so that, will be, that will be interesting. I think it's a fantastic It'll be a great thing, occasion. Fantastic right? thing Cardiff are doing. Really, really good. Good on them, I say. Mm. Um, good great. on Neil Warnock because the story I'm told is that he knocked on their clubhouse door yeah. with his driver and yeah. said, Do you want a game? Yeah, so I think it's a fantastic bit of PR for the club. Blakey, as Blakey says, it's probably I want to say it's long overdue because I think they've started moving in this direction. It is long overdue. I would go with what you first did. Okay, but they have started trying to engage the fans <laughs> and the community mm-hmm. again. If you like, the problem yeah. is they when they have it's kind of been with an ulterior motive, and fans can see it coming. If you know what I mean, this seems to be just a genuine attempt to make things better to engage with your local community and engage with local clubs you know it's just like I said it's just the norm for me and all the years I spent in football this was the norm but you know I mean there'll be an awful lot of people who live in in Tafswell and the surrounding areas of Radha and Morganstown and Tom Gwynlice and places like that who are regulars at Cardiff City all Mm, the time so they'll, they'll relish the opportunity of watching their team play against their local club if you like mm. and and Blakey what from a player's perspective how do you approach games like Taftswell and Tavistock and Bodmin obviously it's a fitness exercise yeah you want to win if I'm a striker I want to get two or three goals to get me get my you know my eye my vision in but it's, it is a fitness exercise um, don't be embarrassed if you see a few people tripping over the ball because that tends to happen a lot although they do a lot of ball work these days rather than we used to do a lot of running in our day and then by the time we get the balls out they were new squeaky and they used to catch in the dry sand so when you go you trip over the ball often so but you don't get see some experience there do you at all uh, you? no once or twice okay. once or twice when <laughs> I was about eight but uh, that was no, me every but, week yeah but this, this is this is uh, seen as I think one a fitness exercise and two a galvanising of the squad players because when you stay overnight as well, it's important who your roommate is. You get on with him, you enjoy his company. You you know what I mean. All these things Absolutely, help create, yeah. like Paul said, partnerships. And this is what helps create the partnership is knowing like you know I'm rooming with Dom and you know Dom's had a little row with his missus and I'm like what's the matter and Dom says oh she's cool. <laughs> yeah, we worry about it blah 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 I'm on Mrs. Desert all the time oh, yeah. and then you move on yeah. rather than you sat stewing about oh alright you wait till I get home we're going to have a big row and all that 
mate, it, it, it is. Friendships it's, and They are so and... important. They are so important. They're, they're the things that are never really mentioned because what we see on a Saturday is just a footballer. But yep. it's what creates that environment the footballer's in helps him, you know, develop and become a bit special on Saturday. Every time you hear from Warnock, actually, when he talks about a player, he talks about their personality and their character, that, you know, what they're like off the pitch. Because that's more important than, um, well, he, you know, he's good at this in training and he's good at that in training. Most footballers are good footballers, <laughs> right? But what makes the footballer tick is whether or not he's happy. Just like you, if you come in here and you hated your job every day, you wouldn't do it as good as if you loved your job. That just stands to reason. That's human nature. So Any walk of life. these things, uh, and that's Warnock is what he's renowned for, is 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 getting into your head, getting into your psyche, and getting into your character, and making that making you a better man. I suppose. We'll have to see. Um, so that, fingers crossed. If that trip does the uh, does the job for Cardiff City. Can I just say as well before we go? Uh, great to see Andy Leg going in. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, we've called for it. I've called for it. Many times, players in. Yeah, so mate, I don't know why they can't just don't ring us and say what should we do next. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it, Blakey. Bring it, bring an old face. And the in. other thing is, uh, I thought you were a bit harsh on Ricky Lambert, even though he didn't wasn't great. Uh, you you said like, um, what did you say? Never mind, Blakey, never mind. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll move, yeah, yeah, we'll move yeah, swiftly yeah. on as well. He said, um, uh, is, so ultimately, Ricky Lambert's Cardiff career will be remembered as a, a tale of disappointment and untapped promise. He seemed ready to be, to make, ready made to succeed in the championship, but sometimes you just can't predict how events will map out. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I kind of understand where Dobbs coming from, but. Sorry I suppose that, I just I suppose I just put my footballer's hat on and say that uh, he did you know win three league golden boots, played for Liverpool, Blackpool, Macclesfield, scored for England. So he's had a decent career, isn't he? To be fair. So, oh no, I, yeah, I, it's sad to see him go. It's sad to see Ricky go, but, it just, but it disappointing that it didn't work out for him here. Yeah, but it didn't work out. Good luck to him. Hopefully, we'll have um, very different stories to say about the new signings, and I won't have absolutely, to write any of that. Um, about Danny Ward and Lee Tomlin. <laughs> anyway, we'll wrap up there, boys. Thanks again for your company. Thanks to you, the listener, and we'll be back with one of these podcasts just before the season starts. I think to preview the the Burton Albion and any more transfer activity that happens. In and that thanks time. to the rookie as well. And yeah, thanks very much to Joseph for, for coming on. Absolutely, pleasure. absolute pleasure. Remember, you can. You can follow all of this, all the latest Cardiff City news on Wales Online and we'll be back very soon. Thank you and goodbye.